Tele Ho, and welcome to the 15th ever episode of Any Ideas, the podcast about coming up with a podcast, and the first ever episode of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man was good, actually, uh, the podcast that delivers us from evil. Uh, I am Mitch Kreitzman alongside my co-host, Jordan Kreitzman, and uh, Jordan, I gotta tell you, we're coming off a stellar week of, you know, just a really good podcasting, and now it's... Uh, it's, it's back to kind of where it was, right? <laughs> yeah, it's back to this. Um, it almost hit a professional level for that one hour. <laughs> it was it was almost pretty good for a little bit. Um, you know, Jordan, we're trying out another pilot this week, and uh, I got to say, I'm pretty happy with this pilot. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think it's be gonna good. be. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, now, if I can be honest, I thought. You know, at first I was like, oh, this one's going to be short. Um, but then I was like, we somehow managed to make God knows what longer than I would expect usually. So <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen again. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. Um, but at least this is a topic actually worth talking about. <laughs> True. Um, you know, Jordan, so this uh, this podcast is all about the uh, the original Spider-Man trilogy directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, I want to go in some, into some details about the series before we, uh, before we dive into our topic this week. So okay. the series started in 2002 uh, and ended in 2007. So three movies in five years, pretty solid. Um, not too long of a break in between releases at any point. Uh, starring the likes of Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, James Franco, uh, Alfred Molina, J.K. Simmons, Willem Dafoe, Thomas Hayden Church, Topher Grace, Joe Manganiello, Elizabeth Banks. I mean, the list just goes on and on. Mitch, what a cast. So so many people that either were already famous or became very famous after this. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it's one of the all-time great superhero casts. Like, I know the new Spider-Mans are good, I guess. I haven't seen them yet, but <laughs> that that I hear but, that they're good, yeah. but these are great. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's good, then there's great. <laughs> and this this series really sort of helped pave the way for the success of modern superhero movies because before this, it was pretty much Batman and like one of the X Men movies, and that was pretty much it. Right. Yeah. X Men came out a couple years before this first one, and right. then. Um, and there was yeah, Superman, right. of course, but that was always kind of different. Yeah, and then there was like Howard the Duck. <laughs> right. <Is> that... <laughs> okay. um, All in the same genre. <laughs> yeah, but I, I felt uh, the, the Tim Burton Batman movies are kind of what started the modern era of superhero movies. Right. Um, but I feel like this series is what really propelled it into what it is now. Yeah. No, I'd agree. That and that next man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the the whole series directed by Sam Raimi, who, you know, you look through Sam Raimi's filmography, and it's very interesting that he was brought on to do this. Um, you know, he's right. primarily known best for the Evil Dead franchise, um, that series of movies, but he's also done The Grudge, uh, Drag Me to Hell, Don't Breathe. Uh, he specializes in thriller and horror, primarily. Right, yeah. And I only read about that recently, actually, so I was kind of... Like you said, I was kind of surprised. That's like <laughs> did yeah, all well, that, and then did the raindrops keep falling on my head loop? <laughs> right. It's it's interesting that I'm not surprised he did well with it, but I am surprised that he was brought on to do it in the first place. Is kind of what I was thinking. Well, there are definitely one or two moments in the trilogies that are like 
kind of terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Very dark, for sure. Yeah, like the Doc Ock claws rolling around while he's on the uh, operating table. Yes, that's, that's true. That's like a borderline yeah. like horror scene, for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I really like what Sam Raimi brings to these movies, and I think it's definitely worth exploring. So, And they're funny, I, too. A lot they of good very humor funny in these moments. movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think this is what we're going to do in the pilot, and I think if it was going to be the permanent podcast, this is how we would do it as well. Every week's either basically going to focus on a specific scene from one of the three movies or on a specific character from the three movies. Right. Um, from the most relevant to the most obscure, you know, it's all going to be touched on at some point if it's the permanent podcast. Yep. So from Spider-Man to the pizza guy in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> we can probably get more obscure than that, but... <laughs> oh, we definitely could. Um, so the, the scene we're going to talk about this week um, is, in my opinion, one of the most iconic scenes from the trilogy. Um, it's when... It's when Peter Parker really starts to get a good grip on his character and his, like, his strengths as Spider-Man. Um, you mean the human it, spider. <laughs> yes, the human spider. <laughs> and it really and it really paves the way for arguably the biggest plot point of what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. And we'll, of course, get into it. But um, now, to start off, Jordan, I we're going to be watching the the wrestling scene where he goes into the challenge and defeats Bonesaw. Um, <laughs> and it's going to, I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Um, first thing I want to get into is the DVD menu for the first Spider-Man movie, because that's how I watched this. And it was <laughs> so good. <laughs> Such a relic of its time, like in the best possible way. Remember when like DVD main menus used to just be so cool? Oh, yeah, they had all the theme music playing and, like, all the uh, flashy, like... Yeah, because so I think great. I even kind of remember the Spider-Man one because it's like... Oh, and Mitch, can I just say, if if you'll allow me for a second regarding to this podcast, can I go? You can go. Jordan is ready! <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> Jordan, I, I hope you're ready with I hope you're ready for all of my impressions today. It's going to be really great. Um So Jordan, the the context for what leads up to this scene in the movie is basically Peter is trying to buy a car. He's trying to get money to buy a car to impress Mary Jane Watson, his next-door neighbor. Classic. Um and he sees an ad in the paper for this wrestling challenge, and he decides that's how he's going to make his money. Um, so he lies to Uncle Ben and says he's going to the library. Um, so Uncle Ben drops him off in front of the library and you know starts lecturing him on how he's concerned about him because uh, he had just recently beat up Flash Thompson, played by Joe Manganiello. Um, and... This is like the second most angstiest Peter Parker you get in the three movies. <laughs> um, he just really is not having it from Uncle Ben, just giving him a lot of sass. Um, He's Uncle Ben's like the nicest guy in the world. Too. Truly, like <laughs> they make Uncle Ben so nice. And this is where you get the with great power comes great responsibility line, the classic line. Yeah. Um, 
And Peter's just basically like, leave me alone, old man. Uh, and then <laughs> as soon as Uncle Ben drives away, he goes into the wrestling arena to sign up for this challenge. Um, and when he comes into the arena, he sees uh, Bonesaw just beating a dude's ass. Um, <laughs> now, Bonesaw is played by none other than Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Very famous wrestler. Um, now, Randy Savage far past his prime by the time he did this movie. Randy Savage's <laughs> prime was like in the late 80s. Um, right, so it's very but, surprising that he did this. But still ripped. Oh, for sure <laughs> like, ripped. For sure still in shape. <laughs> and he, he ends the match that they're showing at the beginning with his classic elbow drop, which is like Randy Savage's signature move. Exactly. Um, and another famous person cameo, when Peter Parker is signing up, it's... um. Octavia Spencer, who has since been like Academy Award nominated, like oh, in right. all of these movies. So it wasn't a cameo at the time, but it is now. <laughs> right. It's like a um, retroactive. Yeah, I cameo. think retroactive <laughs> cameo is the best way to put that. Like someone who's famous now, but at the time they were just playing a role. It's like I just was watching Arrested Development and I saw Phyllis from the office in the background. <laughs> that's right. that's a retroactive cameo. <laughs> exactly. Um and it's really funny because Octavia Spencer is looking at him, you know, like, there's no way you're going to get in that ring. Like, because he, he looks like, you know, tiny little Peter Parker. Yeah. What and does like, she say? This, this, um, it's in the small fry. What is, what does she say? It's not the small fry division yeah. or something like that. <laughs> it's it's, it's like... great. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. So he signs up. And here was one thing that I thought was confusing. I swear it's, pretty well established that it's going to be a cage match for the $3,000. I think it's like said out loud, but then when he gets into the ring and they start dropping the cage and like locking the doors and stuff, he's like, wait, what are you doing? I didn't ask for a cage match. And it's like, wait, I thought you knew the whole time that that's what this was. Was it written in the ad that it was a cage match? I think they were like saying it out loud in the arena. Okay. But, but, it, they weren't saying it until after he signed up. That I don't know. I don't okay. remember the yeah, time. I'm not sure but, either. But so it's established that he gets $3,000 for, survi- for surviving three minutes in the ring with Bonesaw. Now, what's crazy about this? <laughs> is, is surviving's that, a very... Yeah, first of all, surviving is crazy. <laughs> what does that but, mean? <laughs> but also, apparently in the Spider-Man universe professional wrestling is completely real which i love that's a world i want to live in (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's just great and you know this is when we get the uh bone saw is ready (laughs) just great randy savage's voice is insane um and when he comes out he gets introduced by bruce campbell uh now bruce campbell makes cameos in all three spider-man movies and he yeah. does the narrator's voice in the original trilogy Spider-Man video games. Um, now, Bruce Campbell, most famous for playing Ash in the Evil Dead series. So that's where the Sam Raimi connection comes R- in. Okay, right. Yeah, that's right. why he makes cameos in all three as like different bit parts and all it's that. It's still also kind of funny to me, though. Like, I know it's just kind of like a funny thing. He shows up as a new character in the movie, but at the right. same time, I'm sitting there like, you don't recognize this guy, Peter? <laughs> he introduced you. <laughs> In the ring, now he's uh, watching the door. Yeah, he, he didn't, he's let not you letting play. you into the concert hall. Why don't you recognize him? Or the, uh, the waiter. In three. Yep. 
But so Bruce Campbell's the one introducing him to the ring, and he asks him what's his name, and he goes, I'm the human spider. <laughs> Which, granted, I'm not I'm not one to get caught up in, you know, semantics when it comes to like comic book canon. Was there at some point in his origin story where he wanted to be called the human spider or was that added into the movie, you know? Yeah, neither of us are comic book experts, so I have no idea. But Um, it's it's very funny because to me that like is a good wrinkle to the character of Peter Parker because that's like the nerdier name and he's just like a nerdy guy. So wanting to call himself the human spider rather than coming up with something super creative is good. And then he gets like pushed out onto the ramp with Bruce Campbell calling him Spider-Man. And he's like, I said my name's the human spider. (laughs) Yeah, he's adamant about it. He's like, no, I don't care that you came up with a better name. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's like, no, forget it. Um, And then as he's walking down the ramp, he's like getting booed all the way down with like Bonesaw's posse like screaming at him. By the way, those girls are terrifying. (laughs) Those women terrified me when I was a kid. And they're they're crazy the whole time. Yes, and like, this kick is when a we... spider ass. Like, like, <laughs> whoa! And this is when we get. Oh God, my legs! <laughs> oh God, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> we get the previous guy that tried to survive with bone saw getting carted away from the ring, just like likely dying. paralyzed. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's insane. <laughs> And I, I truly have my notes. I'm like, finally, wrestling gets treated as real. <laughs> this is all I've ever wanted. And then he gets into the ring. They drop the cage. And then he's in there with Bonesaw. You know, he's freaking out, being like, I didn't ask for a cage match. Like, just getting super, even, like, panicky. Even though it totally benefits him. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and then he turns around and Bonesaw goes, Hey, freak show, you're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. Just really great. Like, he's really hamming it up, like, as, like, the professional wrestler character, and he's killing it. Now, at first, Peter Parker's just, like, panicking. He doesn't know what to do. Now, he continues to, like, narrowly escape him and then he like uses his web powers to get up towards the top of the cage right and then he just sort of stays up there bonesaw goes what are you doing up there and <laughs> peter parker goes staying away from you uh <laughs> yeah, and then was, all just mad. Kind of a weird line <laughs> it's just and then we get we get the one line of this scene where i was like oh man i gotta def- I'm not going to defend it, but we have to talk about why we like these movies. 2019 doesn't like the joke. (laughs) I mean, the line is, that's a cute outfit. Did your husband make it for you? Not, (laughs) not great. (laughs) No, wait, are we, are we to believe it's not a gay joke, right? It's, it's more like. Ha, you're a a woman, which is also not good. Oh no. See, I assumed it was, I assumed it was a gay joke. Okay. See, I guess I don't, maybe I guess maybe you're right. Maybe it's implying he's a woman. I Either way, not great. Like you said, don't. I never take it as a gay joke. I took it more as a, uh, like, like again, kind of an outdated, like, like you throw like a girl kind of joke. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Like one of that's those fair. kind of jokes. I I could see where that's coming from yeah. for sure. Which e- e- 
either Again, way, still has not aged saying. well in the <laughs> yeah. 17 years since this movie came out. So Peter Parker makes it back onto the floor of the ring and a member of Bonesaw's posse like gives him a chair. He just starts railing on Spider-Man with a chair. <laughs> it is great. Um, and then they give him a crowbar. And I'm like, all right, that seems like a little <laughs> too much. <laughs> But then he, like, kicks the crowbar out of his hands and, like, manages to, like, kick him across the ring. And then, like, the referee just calls the match. And I'm like, hang on. <laughs> he didn't do anything to, like, pin him in any way. He just, like, fell. Well, um, wait, so that could feed into a plot point later, right? Yes. Like, if they could. thought he was going to win... They needed the match to end early. Right, that's true. (laughs) That's true. Now, this is where the referee calls the match. You get the crowd chanting Spider-Man as he, like, has his hand raised, and he's, like, all psyched. And this was, like, something about Tobey Maguire is just, like, so genuine. Like, when you see the look in his eyes when (laughs) he wins the wrestling match, like, it's so great. Yeah. It's such an there's earnest like, face. Like, yeah, like there's this like encouraging early 2000s pop punk song playing in the background. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, this is great. And he's very accepting of the name Spider-Man now. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, now I like it because they're <laughs> chanting it. Um, so Jordan, before we move on to what happens after this scene, um, how do you, how did you feel about the the wrestling scene? What do you, what do you take away from it? Oh, it's like you said, it's a classic, right? It's like, um, it's mostly humorous to me. (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) I agree. Partly it's supposed to be because it gets real dark for like the next 10, 15 minutes after the movie. Right. So it's kind of a good, somewhat lighthearted thing where you like, first time exposed in the world, shows his powers a little bit. I remember the original Spider-Man video game. You got to play a level in his little outfit. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's classic Spider-Man. So something that I noticed re-watching this scene. Um, so I personally feel like this is like such a good way to establish like the Spider-Man like character and his powers. Mm-hmm. Um because it's like it's like a really good like lighthearted action scene. Yeah. Um and it's filmed to feel way more like a comic book, which I feel like is what all of the modern Marvel movies are missing. Like M- Marvel movies don't feel like comic books anymore. Why did um, this one feel like a comic book though? To me the fighting scene just had like super edgy like quick camera angles and like quick cuts and stuff mm. just like really really like that, sharp angles. that's definitely his style too in those movies um, which I, I feel like i feel like to me that feels more like comic booky and i'm not sure, sure what that is but I, to me it, that feels more like what i want from like a comic book adapted to a movie right and he he adds a lot of um noise effects to sound effects yes that <laughs> too fighting like, it's like very comic booky like whoop. Right, like making it making it feel more larger than life than just a typical action movie, and that's like what yeah. I feel like these movies really benefit from. In it's like such a pivotal scene to the Spider-Man character, and I I love I love this scene. I love it. Right. Um. So right after this, 
he goes into like the wrestling promoter's office to get his money. And the guy drops a $100 bill in front of him. And then Peter just kind of sits there with his hand out, waiting for him to give him the rest of the money. It's so awkward. And he and he's like still smiling because he doesn't know what's happening yet. And it's really funny. Um, and he says something like, what are you looking at, Webhead or whatever? Uh, and he's like, the ad said $3,000. And he said... Uh, yeah, the ad said survive for three minutes, and you pinned him in two. <laughs> and it's like, looking back on that scene, it's like, well, you just kind of stopped the match. Yeah. Well, plus, um, quite the math he does there. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. 3,000 like, for three what? minutes, 100 for two minutes. And I was like, wouldn't that just be $2,000? Exponential decay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> apparently that last minute was really valuable. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah so but I he, love it. He just like looks at him. He's like, now get out of here. Yeah, and he like, <laughs> the New York attitude on this guy is really <laughs> something. Honest, honestly, I'm like, wow, they really don't hold back on like the the New Yorkiness of these Spider-Man characters. Well, yeah. Well, another thing too is he's like, when he explains himself, he's like, he's like, for that, I give you a hundred and you're lucky to get that. And I'm thinking, yeah. why is he lucky to get that? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm so confused. I is think it because he is injured like, uh, Bone Saw? I don't know. I think this is like the character of like the skeevy, like carny wrestling promoter, which is like a very real person. <laughs> like just really <laughs> skimping people out of money. Just like really the worst type of person. So there's real carny wrestling promoters out there in the world, is what yes. you're telling me. So, like an amateur wrestling. So professional wrestling started in carnivals and that's where like that's where the colloquial like industry term carny comes from is guys who are just super like all about the business all the time and like are like constantly like cheating people out of money and just like (laughs) treating people like crap just like (laughs) not good stuff um but so yeah he only gets his hundred dollars and as he's walking out of the office there's another guy walking in with like a canvas bag and he puts the bag on the table and tells him to give him all the money and points a gun at him so he's he's robbing him at gunpoint um and then you know peter's going out to the hallway pressing the button for the elevator and then you just see the guy that followed him in the room running through the hallway and um peter kind of figures out what happened and the elevator opens up and he just lets the guy go into the elevator and lets it close and the cop is like, what the hell's the matter with you? You let him get away. <laughs> and then the the promoter comes up and he's like, you could have torn that guy apart. Now he's going to get away with my money. He really emphasizes my, too. Like, he does. The nerve of this guy to think Peter's going to really help him after that. <laughs> and then what is arguably the most rewarding line of this entire series to me maybe uh, of all movie watching experience it, it backfires <laughs> a little bit but for context in the scene where he's not getting the money he he says like well like i really need the money uh and the guy says i missed the part where that's my problem uh which i gotta say that's a that's a good line like that's a good comeback Oh, yeah. If you're a tool, that's your go-to line. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, 
And again, just the most like New Yorkiest guy. Like those are some of my favorite scenes in these Star Wars trilogies is when they do like that in Spider Man um, trilogy. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was like, wait, are we going to Star Wars now? <laughs> no, it's it's almost like when they do um like the office like interviews in between scenes. You know, you know yeah. how they do that sometimes in the Spider Man movies, like talking to different New York citizens and stuff. You get oh, another yeah. retroactive cameo from comedian Jim Norton where he goes, He stinks and I don't like him. <laughs> Is that Jim Norton? <laughs> it's Jim Norton. Yeah, I did not know that the, was Jim Norton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you get the you get the acoustic guy playing the guitar and he's like, Look out, woo! There goes <laughs> yeah. the spider man. Dressed like a spider, swings like a bug. <laughs> we could all just give him one big hug. <laughs> it's like it's just such like early two thousands like cheesiness, but like not in a way that is aged poorly. And I'm not well, sure like, how they manage that. It's like Spider-Man 2, right? Where that one guy, he's like, whoa, he stole that guy's pizza. Yes. <laughs> he stole that guy's pizza. No, they really so get the, uh, the soul of New York in there. And I remember reading something, too, that that was like, that was a big thing with like Spider-Man 1 because the whole 9-11 issue, right? Because oh, they had a whole promo. Yes. The original caught in tra- a web between the, the two twin towers. Yeah, the original trailer like had him swinging between the world like the two towers of the World Trade Center, which is so crazy to think about. Right. So I think they I thought I had heard that they specifically added that scene where like they're all just like throwing crap at the Green Goblin at the end. He's like, You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. <laughs> that's such a great scene. Yeah, too, that's though. such like a classic add-on for like post 9-11, like New York. <laughs> like <laughs> I gotta say, there must have been a really cool energy to like post nine eleven New York. Just like everyone just being friends for like a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like nowadays just we like all hate all... each other again. Yeah. Well, I could see everyone being friends except the unfortunate Muslims that lived. Well, in yes, New York. that's very true. That's yeah. That I guess been that was a little wasn't... awkward for a while. Yeah, that wasn't quite a fair assessment. Um, <laughs> but so for the most rewarding line in cinema history. Uh, Peter lets the robber get away. The promoter says, you could have taken that guy apart. Now he's going to get away with my money. And he says, I missed the part where that's my problem. So good. And gives him the ultimate satisfactory gaze of revenge. <laughs> he he <laughs> has like the most, he, gives him. he has the most smug look on his face. Just like great stuff. What he really should have done though. So, so two things on this scene. One, it seemed kind of weird that like, I know they're kind of in an office building, but I thought there would have been more security than a guy to just walk up there <laughs> with well, a gun and rob true. a guy in an office. Um, but two, I mean, I know Peter's a good guy, but I mean, he really should have just stopped the guy taking the money and then said, I'm not giving you this money until you give me what's due to me. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> but I, I think that almost, I think that also speaks to the fact that this is like his origin story. Is that like he doesn't really know how to be a hero yet? Like he still has right. he still has his own selfish intentions. Well, to be fair, taking the money and getting that that wouldn't have really been hero move either. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhat bribery, <laughs> but it is it, he did deserve the money. I mean, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, but this scene then kind of you know comes back to bite him. Um, 
we won't get into that because we're not talking about that scene today. Peter. Uh, maybe another episode. We'll see what happens. Um, Peter. 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 I, I, I don't know why we're joking. Let's move on. So, Jordan, what are your what are your final thoughts on this scene? What what did you like? What didn't you like? I I like this scene better than the wrestling scene because <laughs> it's classic, right? Missed the part where that's my problem. That's right. still said all the time. I feel like not I, that not that they invented the line, but it definitely saw an uptick in people using it after the movie. I mean, we at so, least say it all the time. Still, I, yeah, that's all that matters. So, yeah, no, it's. Um, quality scene and really kind of the last smile you get for a while in the movie. <laughs> That's very true. Like I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I would I think I generally agree with your sentiment in terms of what it means for his story and the movie as a whole. That scene is more important because we we know what it leads to and how that makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. Right. Um and I think it's well done. Like, I think everything about this movie just feels so, like, stylized in, like, a great way. Um, oh, yeah. I, I love anything that's just, like, hyper-stylized. Like, anything mm-hmm. that feels like every other movie you've ever seen, I'm just not, like, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> like, that kind of stuff's boring to me. Like, that's what's great about, like, Tim Burton's Batman movies, too, is that those feel, like, so different than any other superhero movies. Right. Uh, and that's like a point in its favor for sure. Like I'm I'm completely on board like with this Spider-Man trilogy. Like everything about it to me is just great. Yeah, no, I maintain that Spider-Man 2 is the best superhero film of all time. I fight I think fight it's the Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I think it's definitely up there and I don't I wouldn't argue against it. I'll say that. It is a classic film. Not that I mean Endgame was good, but <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I have, have we not we've not talked about uh, the whole uh, uh, controversy with Scorsese. By the way, <laughs> it's so, he really got himself in trouble with that one, but he's not entirely wrong. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like both sides of the argument are just dumb. Like Scorsese, like dude, come on, you've made like the best, some of the best movies of all time, and you're out here like getting mad at Marvel movies, like. <laughs> You, you've been successful your whole career. It's not like they're stealing money from you or anything. Well, so his argument was that these movies are kind of clouding the movie theater. So there's like, like, um, um, but the companies aren't wanting to fund these, his type of movies anymore. They're going for, um, IP type, well, big get- action movie type stuff instead of like good independent films, that type of thing. But, and I, I definitely don't disagree with that, but that's like what's great about so many like smaller independent movies is that they don't really need a big budget to do what they do and like be good at it. Right. No, I, I agree. I, I both, both sides complaining is kind of weird. And like the Marvel people too. It's just like, yeah. but then the other side of things, which was like Marvel fanboys, which is like crazy to me that that exists now. <laughs> like these movies make billions of dollars. Do you think, liking marvel movies gives you a personality like no i mean there's like um bronies exist right so really anything can exist <laughs> well but like but like but at least bronies is like a niche thing like basically personality around it. liking marvel movies it's like 
Yeah, everyone sees those. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, what really drives me crazy is like, there's like I swear there's like petitions to be like, yeah, let's uh let's nominate some of this this Endgame stuff for Oscars. And I'm like, really? <laughs> right. Like, that's not what the really? Oscars are for. Like, that's it's that's never completely... going to go anywhere in the Oscars. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. It's like it's that's defeating the purpose of like what the Oscars set out to do yeah i'm not saying the oscars are great either i'm just saying like no that's, they're not that's gonna vote endgame is the best film of the no it's not exactly what I said. um no but i think like that's what also makes these or this original spider-man trilogy cool to me is that this was like still kind of a risky thing to do at the time it was before the market got diluted with right. the films right so it was cool like i remember I saw Spider-Man with um, our mom <laughs> when I was 11. I saw it in theaters with her. <laughs> yeah. What What I remember is you seeing Spider-Man 3 with a bunch of your friends for your 16th yeah, that's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. And I remember at the time, we were like, that was great. And my friend Barrett was like, that was not good. And I was like, you're crazy. And then I became an adult and I was like, wow, that... That wasn't actually <laughs> that good. Because <laughs> he was so a bit funny. ahead of us on that one. <laughs> Shut up, Barrett. What do you know? <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of what allowed this. I think that's kind of what allowed this trilogy to be more like hyper stylized too, is the the fact that there wasn't such an established market for superhero movies yet, and you could kind of do what you wanted with them. Right. And the uh, the jumps, the two big jump scares in Spider-Man 1 will still haunt my dreams for forever. Seeing that first yeah. one in theaters was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> right. And, like, <laughs> the fact that they had Sam Raimi do Spider-Man movies, to me, is, like, that's the modern equivalent of, like, them having like Jordan Peele or like Jason Blum do a huge Marvel movie, which you would never have now. Like someone who's known for like horrors and thrillers doing like the next huge Marvel like action movie. Like that I would could never almost happen. see Jordan Peele pull it off though. Just cause he's got uh, his, his humor is obviously on point. Right. I think, I think they would have to let him do what he does though, which is like, I feel like the only really to me, the only Marvel movies that have been able to, work around like being more stylized recently are like black panther and thor ragnarok like those are the two that they kind of let do whatever they wanted and those are like two of the best ones in the last like five years at least Um, ragnarok is very funny (laughs) right like and i think i really do think the modern superhero movie could learn a lot from what these spider-man movies bring to the table like i Mm -hmm. think I think taking more risks, like being more weird, not being afraid to like do like weird pacing and just like try something different. And I really like that they do that. Yeah. And like James Franco at the time was such a good casting. (laughs) Like James Franco does a really good job. His, his character in Spider-Man 1 was so weird because he like started off just kind of like a nerd, like a nerd who wasn't good at school. 
<laughs> That's true, actually. He wasn't cool, but he also wasn't smart. But then, like, by the end of the movie, he's, like, dating Mary Jane and is, like, a businessman, more so what he was in two and three. It's, like... <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's they, like, kind of crazy. I think they kind of try to establish that, like, high school just kind of, like, wasn't his scene. And when they graduated high school, he really, like, came into his own, you know? Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean... I would have uh, liked... I would have liked for Flash to be a more common character in two and three. Yeah. What if he would have came back as a bad guy? I, I am willing to guarantee there's somewhere in the Spider-Man multiverse where that happens. Like there's no way it doesn't. The, uh, spider verse, if you will, Mitch. Now, not part of the Raimi trilogy. (laughs) And in my opinion, the best non Raimi Spider-Man movie Easily, (laughs) easily. It's so good. (laughs) But Jordan, that's for another podcast and not for this one. <laughs> yeah, we've already probably talked too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much time to wrap it up, honestly. We hey, we have, kept it concise, though. Props we, to us. We kept it nice I, and short, and I'm I thought I'm this was going to go another that. hour and a half somehow. <laughs> I, I, was, I would have been very upset if that was the case. Um, yes, I mean, that's that's really going to do it for us this week. So, you know, the, the usual things here. Pl- please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Tell, tell your friends out there who love Spider-Man. Uh, if you have a friend out there who you know loves Spider-Man, get, get them in on this. Um, <laughs> we are at Any Ideas Podcast on Twitter and Any Ideas on Facebook. Uh, no polls this week uh, because obviously it's just the pilot. And, you know, we're really back to the drawing board here because none of those pilots <laughs> really panned out for us as it turns yeah, out. it seems like you, the audience, was kind of so-so on every single one of them, <laughs> including and us. I, I mean, we voted I, too, so... <laughs> and I think that's okay. I, I think there's nothing wrong with continuing to see what really works for us. Um, yeah, I mean, eventually... Eventually, something will work, right? I mean, I, like, I, I certainly hope so. I'm, this is already I'm, going on a lot longer than I thought it would, but I mean, I'd have to think by the end of the year we'll have something, right? That's that's the hope. Um, <laughs> and then, if if you have any more detailed feedback outside of you know a simple yes or no vote, uh, you can reach out to us at the any ideas pod at gmail dot com. Um, now, the theme this week is the Spider-Man opening credits theme. So, I don't know. Go check that out. It's pretty good. That's we, just we kind of theme did it, every week. We kind of did our own little, <laughs> you know, mouth rendition of it earlier. So, check that out. Um, and until next week, remember, if the pizza doesn't arrive in 30 minutes, it's free. Go! Go!